Life Audio. Times can get very stressful uh, and very pressure felt. Uh, and when I slow down, though, and I'm just, I, I allow myself to slow down and start praying and talking with God, every now and then he just reminds me of, of what I have in my life, man. And it makes me thankful. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. We're back, baby. I got a turkey coma. You got a turkey I'm coma? Tired. I know all you watching, go. sleeping on the couch, and you're tuning in to be encouraged, entertained, but hopefully you've had a good Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Um, now, we've been with you every week, but honestly, we haven't been in studio for a little bit, and we missed something. We didn't get to say happy 45th birthday to Ryan Chittister. Happy 45. His birthday was on November 9th, which was, gosh, 10, 12 days ago. And, man, how does it feel? Feels good. Well, I'm 34. Oh, if you watch the episode 34. where we did the best friend quiz or whatever, you'd realize why he doesn't know how old I am. <laughs> but, no, I'm 34 now, dude. I just dude. was going by looks. I feel, I, feel, uh, I feel a bit wiser. Yeah. My yeah. back's starting to hurt a little bit more when I wake up in the morning. Welcome to the club. When it's colder, but, when it's a little colder. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, uh, I guess that, that comes with age. But, um, did you do anything fun? I did. It was cool. <clears throat> so, my girlfriend, Nicole, and I, we went shout to – Shout out, Nicole. Shout out to Nicole. We went to Gatlinburg and uh, Pigeon Forge. And we went to Dollywood on that Wednesday, and it was freaking awesome. It's so awesome. I'm all about roller coasters. I'm an adrenaline junkie, so I just love roller coasters. And um, we got there right when it opened at 1030. So, like, the front gates open at 1030 or maybe 10, and then they let you into a certain part of the park. And then, like, you can't go back to the uh, where the rides are until either 1030 or 11. And so we were one of the first ones at that gate inside the park, and then they opened it. And we wanted to find the Eagle, which, if you know Dollywood, it's one of, like, the best yeah. uh, rides there. And so we just ended up – we didn't know where it was, so we followed the crowd, and they, they were all running to this one called the Big Bear. Hmm. And uh, it's, the, it's one of the newer ones, or I think the newest one. And it doesn't do any, like, corkscrews. It doesn't do any flips or anything like that, but it's just super fast. <clears throat> And so we get up there, and prior to this point, Nicole loves roller coasters, but she doesn't know if she loves them, but she does, oh, and no. she likes them, but she doesn't know, but she has to see them first. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I don't know if that means you like them or not, but I'll take she your word for it. ever been on one? Yes. Okay, okay. And so we get up there, and, like, she doesn't really have time to think about, like, the full scope of, like, I'm about to get on this roller coaster, and I don't know how fast it is, and I don't really know what it does. So I look at her, and I could tell she was a little bit nervous, but she's like, no, I'm going to do it. So we hop right on this thing, and, man, it takes off. <laughs> and we're, it's flying. I think it goes 55 or something like that. I know there's roller coasters that go faster, but it felt That's fast, moving. and it was fun. So I'm, like, screaming with my hands up at one point just laughing, and I look over, and the poor thing, she's, like, got her head tucked down, and she's just holding on for dear <laughs> she life. She wasn't feeling it. She wasn't feeling <laughs> it. So we got off that one, and uh, she was a spectator from that point forward. <laughs> she did end up riding one more. I, I can't remember what it was called, but it was awesome because there was no wait for any That's ride crazy. that I did the whole entire day. That's crazy. And she took some epic pics of some of the rides that I rode on. So after that one, 
<clears throat> I did the eagle after that, and you can post a picture right here, Jorian. I was the only one on the entire roller coaster. If you look at the picture in the top left, I'm in the front with my hands up. The one that's going up? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, dude, that picture could be a postcard. It was so epic. <laughs> I did another one after that, the Tennessee Tornadoes. Same thing. I'm in the very front with my arms up. Nobody else is on this thing. Like, it was crazy how um, – Little people there were there. We went on a Wednesday, like I said, and we just must have went the perfect time of year, the perfect day, the perfect time of yeah. day. And uh, I didn't have to wait for anything. It was also cool how – so I will have this shirt that I found. We moved to another house recently, um, as you know, and I mm -hmm. found that Jesus Saves Bro shirt. Mm -hmm. I got that when I was in the program in 2017, and I hadn't found it since. So I wore, and it still fit? It still fit. Okay. I, I remember I got big quick. <laughs> that's true. That's so true, that's true, that's I've kind of like lost a little bit that's and true. plateaued. But um, I wore that shirt, and, man, there was probably 25 people who came up to me throughout the day just saying, praise God, we love the Lord, we love Jesus, like that shirt is amazing. And since it was Christmas time or close enough to Christmas time, they have so many shows at Dollywood that you know that go on throughout the day, and you can go to a variety of different shows. But all of them were Christmas-oriented and about the story of Jesus, and so we went to one of those. But there was so many people who loved Jesus at that amusement park that it, like, blew Nicole and I away. Like we were touched. We felt it was like a God kiss. How many people who loved the Lord were in one place. And it was just incredible. Uh, yeah. I think I sent you another picture of Nicole and I had like the Dollywood sign. Um, we went on this, um, what are those things called? I can't think of it. Carousel. Where you ride it up. Oh, know, the gondola. ski lift. Gondolas. Oh, so, the singles. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. So we did the gondola and uh, I sent you a picture of that as well. It was beautiful yeah. in the smoky Fall mountains time. this time of year. There, It was so yellow and green and red and orange um, and brown. Man, it was just incredible. And then it's we like rode, man. Yes, rode some mountain coasters at the top and it was just an incredible week. And we went out to eat at a nice little spot um, in Gatlinburg downtown there for my birthday dinner. It was an incredible trip. So, and yeah. you had pizza for your birthday dinner? No. Because that's actually, your favorite food, right? Actually, you know what I had? You had steak, right? <laughs> and then if you don't know why this is funny, go back to the same episode he's talking about of the friendship thing. He said, I said his favorite food was steak, which he contradicted me and said it was pizza. But on his birthday dinner, he had a good steak, right? It was a pizza steak, though. So no, that was the thing. Now, it was hold on. Infused. Now, see, honesty, honesty is a good thing. Now, let me tell you this. Let me just kind of go back. I'm from East Tennessee, uh, gone to Dollywood numerous times, season tickets, all that. I've never gone, and it's been the way that you've had. But I, want, I wasn't going to tell you this, but, man, you're welcome. Happy birthday. <laughs> well, I, rented, I rented out Dollywood and allowed a certain amount of people. They were all believers come in just so you'd have a good experience, man. So, Dude, happy it was, birthday. it was incredible. I want to go back. Um, you know why it's called Dollywood? You know what it's named after? Dolly Parton. You know where Dolly Parton was this last Saturday uh, around 2 o'clock? No. She was at Neyland Stadium in Knoxville singing Rocky Top at, Boy, the, ten really? at the Tennessee Georgia game. I don't want to talk about the game. Yeah. But okay, I want to tell you that Dolly yeah. Parton was at Neyland Stadium singing Rocky Top yeah. with Peyton Manning. Shout no out deal. Dolly Parton. Um, does she own that park? She owns almost all of Sevier County. Does she really? Land-wise at some point, yeah, man. She's made some big moves. She made wow. some big moves. 
So yeah, yeah, that was my first time. It was incredible, though. Like Adam said, we hadn't been in the studio in weeks. Yeah, it's been so a minute. So this feels rusty to it's me. It's been a minute. But happy Thanksgiving. Today yes. we want to talk about being thankful. And I'm thankful, first off, not first off, but I'm thankful for Jay Wynn Fleener, our newest member. He hit the join button for two ninety nine a month. He is sowing a seed. Thank you, Jay Wynn, uh, amongst the others that have come in. And, and basically that's just... I mean, you get a few perks, but it's really you're just sewing into this ministry. I think you get – we're going to release a video, if we haven't already, just for um, the members from last week's wing thing. I think we did some some extra footage behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where we, we ate some extra hot sauce, and so only the members will get that. And you get a discount on the merch and stuff like that. Um, and so there's a few perks, but mainly it's just like, man, you're sewing into this ministry of life after addiction. Uh, we're getting such great feedback. So Jay Wynn, thank you so much. Our newest member, one of the perks is we call you out on the podcast. Um, thank you so much. Uh, we're thankful for you this day after Thanksgiving in 2023. Um, what else? What else? Oh, last, last piece of housekeeping I can think of guys, you are going to start seeing, uh, a, a new short that comes out weekly here. It's called our Wednesday Word of Encouragement or just Word of Encouragement. Brother Travis, who was on this podcast a few weeks back uh, with Ryan, he does it every week. It's very, uh, it does, it's currently on our other channel. And just the response we're getting, we think, you know, let's bring it to this channel because we have about five times the subscribers here. And then also a treat for you guys. Um, many of you probably don't know, but every Thursday night, at 7 p.m. Central, we're going to be going live. Actually, it might be more like 7.20. Uh, we're going to have to work it out, so the copyright thing. We have a service called Catapult. Um, every Thursday here, it's open to – it won't be this uh, – it wasn't yesterday because of Thanksgiving. Um, but every Thursday, we have a service. It's in Murfreesboro if you're in the area, and you can watch online here on this channel now every Thursday. Um, there's worship, which we might not be able to play, and then there's a word of encouragement from a pastor or a speaker that just really dives into God's word and how it relates to life and addiction and everything else. So anything else you can think of? No, I think that's it. But, uh, yeah, shout out Travis. His Wednesday word of encouragements are amazing. Um, it's something that really fires my dad up. Um, he enjoys those as well. Our catapult services, check those out. Um, yeah. So enjoy some new content on this channel as well. More content, which is always a good thing. There's one more thing I said, I said there wasn't, there's one more thing. You know, like, you know, when there's. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. An inlet. 
and there's an ocean, and sometimes it's foggy. Right on the inlet, they have this big, tall building that has a light that comes out. What is that called? Oh, okay. <laughs> What's that it's called? It's called a lighthouse. A light tower or lighthouse. I can't remember which one. <laughs> it's lighthouse. But, I'm 100% sure. With okay. what you're referring to yeah, as well, yeah. it's lighthouse. So there is a gentleman who, uh, man, he is on fire for the Lord. Yes, he, He's, he goes by Lighthouse. And if we get a hundred likes on this video, we're going to have Lighthouse on the pod. Okay. Here's a 10-second clip of what Lighthouse just did last week. He's in, the, he's in the program. He gave us permission to put this. Here's a little 10-second clip of just how he's on fire, and he's telling a story in his music. And here it is right here. Come on. Brody talking bricks, I don't want them, he can keep them. Jehovah gonna provide, all you gotta do is seek them. Thank you, know the game, but at the end, you gonna need them. All my youngest wives down the ride, I'm a leader. Hey! Hey. Lighthouse! Man. That's awesome, dude. So again, 100 likes on this video, Thanksgiving video. Lighthouse will be here, right here, talking to us. And I'm telling you, five minutes with this man, and you will be blessed. He is on fire for the Lord. He has a whole new perspective on life. And it fires us, all the staff up, all the guys in the program. Yeah. That dude has a, a, a magnetic yes, he does. thing about it. He's man, going so. to win many people over to the Lord if yeah. he continues to hold fast to the things yeah. of God. He's, God will use him. He's man. just contagious. His spirit is contagious. His love for life, his love for people, the joy that he has, it's, uh, it's definitely contagious. Yeah, yeah. So let's dive in, man. We'll obviously talk about Thanksgiving. I think there's some specific things. Uh, I can go back and remember like when – things kind of changed in my heart, not as a believer, like I was already a believer, but like my perspective shifted involving Thanksgiving. Um, and I could talk about that, but man, I'm thankful for my family. Uh, I'm thankful for my salvation. I'm thankful for this ministry. I'm thankful for you and Jorian. Uh, yeah, man, I, I, times can get very stressful, uh, and very pressure felt, uh, and when I slow down, though, and I'm just, I, I allow myself to slow down and start praying and talking with God, every now and then he just reminds me of, of what I have in my life, man, and it makes me thankful. Uh, so I'll start with that. Uh, I have some scripture that I want to talk about, some specific moments, but is there anything you want to dive into with Thanksgiving, seeing that yesterday, mm-hmm. 2023, I don't know when you're watching this, but yesterday, uh, when this comes out, yesterday was Thanksgiving. Yeah, um, First of all, I know this may sound cliche, but coming from where we come from, working in the addiction recovery realm in which we work, you know, I'm I'm grateful for life. Uh, For many people, you know, know, and I've said on the podcast before, I used to pray to die. And that was like a genuine, sincere prayer that if God, you're real, I want to die. Like that is my prayer to die Um, just because I hated who I had become. And I was in such a dark and hopeless place because of addiction that that was a genuine prayer from me. Now, I didn't believe in God at the time. I believed that there was a God out there because of creation, but I didn't know him personally. And so just uh, the desire for life that he has implanted within me. Um, obviously within that, the joy, the peace, the contentment, the fulfillment that I I get from serving the Lord and serving others. I'm grateful for all those things. Um, something,
something that I wanted to talk about, um, and it's in Colossians 3, and it's about putting on the new self, but it's more so is gratitude as a spiritual discipline. Yeah. Because you hear all the time, like, give thanks to the Lord. He is good. His steadfast love endures forever, and may always give thanks to the Lord. Have a posture of gratitude. But just understanding that um, having thankfulness, having gratitude, that is a spiritual discipline. I don't wake up every single day of my life just so on fire for the Lord and so grateful and so thankful and so enthusiastic for all he has done for me. In fact, sometimes I have to get to that place of being still and being in prayer and being in the word and reminding myself of God's promises over and over and over again and reading his word and allowing myself to meditate on the promises of God to get to that heart posture of thanksgiving. It doesn't just naturally happen overnight. Now, there are some mornings where, yes, it's like that for me and the presence of God is just consuming and overwhelming me. And then other times I have to discipline myself to remind myself of God's promises over my life and all that he has done and go through my prayer journal and be reminded of how many prayers that God has answered in my life to be thankful, to get to that posture. But uh, Colossians 3 is about putting on the new self. And Paul says in verse 15, it says, um, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts to which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful. Verse 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Mm. So once again, this is about putting on the new self. I have to put on these things of God. I have to put on thankfulness. I have to put on gratitude. As I said before, sometimes it doesn't just come naturally and I wake up on fire for the things of God. I have to get to that place sometimes. And that requires me to submit to God, to surround myself with brothers in Christ, to have a prayer life, to have a devotion to reading the word, to writing his verses on the tablet of my heart and reminding myself of who God is, what he promises uh, and who I am in Christ. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And there's almost the even a perspective change. And I guess there's, we've talked about this before and I've heard this before. This isn't my data, but um, surveys and and things like that have been, have been done on the chemistry of the brain. Uh, And it's impossible to be depressed when you are thankful. Think about that. Like the depression that's in the world, the, the things going on in the world, the feelings that you have, but it is physically impossible to have depression while being thankful. Mm. Isn't that wild? Yes, it is. And, that, that, and I see that as true, and I can look back kind of early on. I can, I can clearly look back this week and see that that's true in my life, that if I, my p- perspective changes. But I remember early on, man, when my prayer life changed to Thanksgiving my relationship with God changed. Mm. And I'm just reminded of Philippians 4, 6, and 7. It says, you know, do not be anxious about anything. So, yeah, the, the survey that came out this year about being thankful and anxious and stuff like that, well, the Bible's been talking about it for thousands of years. So thank you, science, for catching up. But, yeah. but do not be anxious about anything, but in all things, through prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. And I've talked about this verse um, in, in plentiful. I mean, an example, go back to the Four Pillars episodes or whatever. I've talked about it so many times, so I'm not going to break this verse apart. I'm going to focus on the Thanksgiving part uh, and presenting my request with thanksgiving to God. 
I remember specifically, man, I, I'm not the day or the year or the month, but I remember the moment, like the season changing to when it stopped just being like, God, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Amen. Right. Uh, that relationship doesn't work for anyone, mm. you know? I mean, and realistically, if if that's what my relationship was with my wife, I mean, I would have shoes thrown at me all the time. Yeah. I would have, yeah, I would have you know, a little bit of rat poison in my lunch. You'd you know be making mean? a pallet on the couch every night of your <laughs> yeah, life. That's right. Thanksgiving. So if I was just like, hey, babe, I, you know, what's going on? Hey, I need this, 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 and this. Bye. I need this, 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 this. Bye. Turn on the radio. That doesn't how it works. So why would I pray to God and just do that instead of showing God and, and really thinking about the things in my life that I can be thankful for and presenting my request to him with Thanksgiving? Um, it changed. It changed things, man. It really did. It, it made me have a different perspective of my life. But not only that, but like of the full embodiment of your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just a, the sovereign God of all things who can do good in your life. But it's like the sovereign God of all things who has and is good, regardless of what's going on in your life. And and I don't know, man. I think I, I look back and I'm just uh, the thankful heart. When I started to include thanksgiving into my prayer life, my relationship with God changed for the good in a major way. And life's obstacles became more. I trusted him more in that because I'm constantly reminding myself of what he's done for me mm. and what he promises and those kind of things. Mm. So. Yeah, I relate to that. Uh, it just brings me back to that place of, of being at S2L and literally just coming with a bag of clothes and being in a basement with a bunch of dudes who were in the darkest seasons of their lives. And at that point in your life as a grown man, when you have struggled with addiction for X amount of years, you are the lowest of the low in, in, from a societal standpoint. And so what you would think you feel within that is shame, guilt, condemnation, like depression, anxiety, fear, self-hatred, all these different things. But God, but God. man, I encountered the Lord and in a basement with a bunch of stinky dudes in rehab for, you know, the second or third time in my life. Dude, I have more joy and gratitude and peace than I had ever found in the world in my entire life. And that changed everything. And even like you talk about your prayers, my prayers go from, you know, asking God, God, can you do this, this and this to God? How can I serve you? God, how do you desire to use me? God, how can I bring others to you? God, how can I draw others closer to you? Um, And gratitude, it really is. It's 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 an incredible like you said, depression and gratitude can't exist in the same part of your brain. And it's so true, man, because whenever I am truly grateful and thankful, which I am terrible at a lot of times, I'll be honest. Um, it's easy to focus on the things you don't have, the things you do desire, the things that aren't right, as opposed to just thanking God for everything that you do have in him. Um, but it is I'm, I'm firing on all cylinders whenever I have a posture and a heart of gratitude. Yeah. Um, Give thanks uh, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus is what First uh, Thessalonians 5.18 says. And it's so true, man. That is the will of God in Christ Jesus is that you would have a heart of gratitude for who God is. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Not what he can do for you, but who he is. Like Adam just said, God is good. Yeah. And his steadfast love endures forever. Period. And just have a heart of gratitude for that and that alone and watch what the Lord can do within that. Yeah. Yeah, and even, like, here's, here's, I know that there's people watching, man, and I don't say this flippantly, and I don't say this um, 
condemningly, but there's got to be people watching because I've been there that really believe and feel that they have, they, there's, I have nothing I could be thankful for. I am in the pit of despair. I've lost everything. No one trusts me. I'm on my way to the, the pokey. I'm on my way to rehab. I failed again. I'm lying again. I'm dark. There's nothing to be thankful for, but I do, I guess, want to kind of break down the verse because if you don't understand God's word, it's speaking a promise to you in that scripture in the Philippians. It says, do not be anxious about anything. And that seems like, come on, man, don't be, don't have anxiety about anything. And then it gives you practical things, but through prayer, you're praying to God and supplication. You're, you're keeping it before God. You're pleading with God and thanksgiving. You're thanking God for whatever, for breath in your lungs, for the blood of the lamb, for salvation that when he saw you in the darkest season of your life, the blood of Christ whispers, I love you. Okay, well, if I pray and I do these things and I have thanksgiving, what does that mean? Well, the verse continues, and here's the promise, that there is a peace, a peace that surpasses all understanding, a peace from God Mm. that surpasses my mind, his mind, psychology, today's mind, uh, therapy. There's no explanation that you should have peace right now because it surpasses our understanding, but it is a peace from God, and it says that it will guard your heart and your mind in Christ. That's the promise of God. That's what I'm telling you, that even when you think that you have nothing you can be thankful for, the thought that fired off in your brain means that your heart is beating and your lungs are full of air. Now take that as a moment of thanksgiving and then look at what Christ did on the cross. Mm. In spite of you, not because he thought you were going to be clean and, oh, man, old John, old little Billy or whoever you are, man, he's going to be good someday, so I'm going to die for him. No, he died for you knowing the deepest, darkest secrets that no one else knows. Process that. Allow joy to spur in that. Allow a little bit of thanksgiving to spur in that on this day after Thanksgiving. And, man, I would encourage you to get help. If, if you maybe didn't show up to Thanksgiving with the family because you were dope sick, or maybe you were um, nodding out and people started questioning you at the table or saw you over on the couch, or maybe you got drunk and missed it, or whatever it may be. If you are struggling and you are in that place, today's the day, man. Today's the day. You saw the the um, the joy, and, I mean, you could just see it in that little 10-second, 12-second mm-hmm. clip of Lighthouse, man. That dude was and hopefully we get him on the pod. He'll tell you his story. Yeah, It was dark. My story's dark. His story's dark. Jorian has dark stories. And we could tell you that there is joy and thanksgiving in the Lord. Not every day, right? You're still human. We still live yeah. in the fallen world. But, man, I could truly tell you that I can, I can, be, in the, I could be in the worst mood ever, man, mm. and be in woe is me time. But, man, I, I think giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, Ephesians 5.20, mm. doing that, man, I could do that now and turn things around. And it's like, man, thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah, and you touched on the holiday times uh, with guys going and seeing their families. And, man, I don't know about you, but it wasn't a time that I look forward to in the midst of my addiction. Because you're going to get the same questions asked, you know, how are you doing? How are things going? And it's like, not good. 
still not good and it hasn't been good for a long time. Yeah. And uh, man, that can be very deflating for someone who is struggling with addiction and they can struggle to go to those family events. Uh, but I would say, like Adam just said, man, today is the day to get help if, if, if that's what you're needing. If you know that the Lord is pulling on your heart, if you know that you've been struggling with addiction for some time, today is the day to reach out to somebody. Everyone has someone that they can reach out to, whether it's a mom or a dad or a grandparent or a brother or a sister or an uncle or an aunt or a best friend. Reach out to somebody and get the help that you need. You can even email us at info at springtolife.net, correct? Yep, the number two, numeral two, springtolife.net. Yes. Reach out to us because I know how difficult these family holidays can be, especially when you're in a dark season. You're, you're so ashamed and all the guilt and all the shame associated with living a life of addiction that it causes you to just not even show face or you just come and put a mask on. But reach out and get the help that you need. I think it's interesting that verse from Philippians 4 you shared. It says, do not be anxious about anything. Yep. And then in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, like I read, um, give thanks in all, all circumstances yeah. for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. And you always have something to be grateful and thankful for if you know Jesus Christ. Always and yeah. forever. And he is enough. He is sufficient. Even the things that I want um, outside of my relationship with him, whether they're good or bad, right? Man, nothing is going to satisfy me the way that Christ Jesus will fulfill me. Yeah. Period. End of story. And so he is enough to be thankful for just him and him alone. Yeah. Yeah, man. And and I, I we don't have to finish, but I want to close with the scripture. Mm-hmm. And I think it's I think it's. It's been one that the Lord has put in my heart for the last month. Um, in my time of study, it keeps coming up in different studies, uh, reference pointing back, and it's in Isaiah uh, chapter 58, and, it, and it's verse 10 through 12. But I think this is to you, struggling one. Uh, I think this is to you, ministry worker who's tired and woe down. I think this is to you, like if you're hearing this and you have no glimpse of Thanksgiving, man, even even in some of my darkest days of addiction, Somewhere in the pit of my soul, I knew I was called to do more. I knew I was called to do more. And I just, man, let me just read this over you. Let me just proclaim this over you. Whether you're in the throes of addiction, a family member of someone in the throes of addiction, or maybe you're listening to this, we have a bunch of people. We've we've sent shirts and stuff to people that are working at other facilities. Maybe you're working in another facility. You're ministering to men or women, and it's heavy. Let me just encourage you with this, and it's Isaiah 58. I think it's verse 9 through 12, and it says this, Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. Get this, though. You shall cry, and he will say, Here I am, if you take away the yoke from your midst. What's the idol in your life? What's the yoke in your midst? The pointing of finger and the speaking of wickedness. It's his fault. It's her fault. It's, it's she's to blame. I'm going to attack her character, deny everything, make immediate counter-accusations. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and speaking wickedness, if you pour yourself, here's the ministry part, if you pour yourself out for the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then you then shall your light rise in the darkness, the lighthouse. Mm. Your light shall rise in the darkness and your gloom be as the noonday. And the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy you in your desire in scorched places. You're in, the, you're in the pit. You're in hell at the gates of hell with a water pistol, man, not letting them come in. He will satisfy your desire in the scorched places and make your bones strong. Yeah. 
and you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters do not fail, and your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt, and and you shall rise up the foundations of many generations. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of the streets to dwell in. Mm. Man, the generations, man, if, if you can just, God's calling you. I don't know to what, but I know that he's calling you to be uh, a minister of reconciliation. That's what we're all called to if you read Second uh, Corinthians 5, that he's given all of us a ministry of reconcil- reconciling the world to him. Using his power, his spirit, he does that through us. Hmm. And man, when you get to see a taste of fruit, and you maybe never do, that doesn't change your obedience, but when you get to taste fruit that you potentially could have affected a generation of people, by being obedient to Christ, changes everything. There's nothing like it. There's and he's calling like you it. to do it. I don't care if you just snorted a line, hit whatever, took a shot, whatever it is, man. Today is the day. Not tomorrow, not tonight. You reach out now, man, because God's wanting to use you. Well, how do you know that? I don't, I've read his word. The heroes of my faith were jacklegs. <laughs> they were. I mean, go and look at them. Adulterers, murderers, drunkards, all of these things. Fishermen, low-class people, liars, filled with anger, manipulators. I mean, Peter denied Christ three times moments after he was arrested. And God restored him. God restored him. David, I mean, I don't need to go through all this. Mm. David slept with another man's wife and then had the husband killed. And God called him a man after my own heart. He's calling you now, man, be a restorer of the breach, the bridge between the world and God, and you got the story to do it, but take action today. Happy Thanksgiving. What else you got? I think that's it, man. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. That is Psalm 107.1. Be grateful and be thankful this Thanksgiving season. And that is life after addiction. You better believe it. Let's go. Come on. Thank you for listening to this episode of Life After Addiction. Life After Addiction is a production of S2L Studio. For more Christ-centered addiction recovery resources, please visit s2l.net. That's S, the number two, L, dot net. For more information about S2L's licensed and accredited residential program, please visit s2lrecovery.org. That's S, the number two, L, recovery.org. We want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the Life After Addiction podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of their faith-centered podcasts and their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and much more. Thank you so much for listening today, and God bless. God's Word will change our life, but sometimes it's hard to know where to start. Well, that's where I come in. I'm Jody Nisnik, host of So Much More, Creating Space for God, a scripture meditation podcast. And each week, I guide you through a scripture, giving you space to listen to the Spirit and pray about what's on your heart. Then we have a thoughtful conversation with guests to help us go deeper. 
Listen and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.